Hello and welcome to Poll the Other One, a podcast where we find out if pole dancing can solve all of our problems. <laughs> I'm your menace to handrails on any public transport, Shandoxy. And I'm a menace to broom handles and I'm Lulu Popplewell. Why are you menace to broom handles? Uh, I, I, it's, a, it's a story between me and my therapist, actually. Okay. Um, no, what's 2022? Get a vacuum cleaner. Come on. Well, okay, but what if the broom handle was like a witch's broom and she was just looking for somewhere to park it? And once again, you've discriminated against witches? No, for sorry, no Chad, are you <laughs> making this about astrology already? Well, <laughs> since you have insisted, it's been Mercury retrograde, so... No, I've, I've... no, okay, no, more importantly, Shan. a serious brand sponsor for this podcast oh yeah Lulu which brand are we approaching for money in this episode uh, so this episode I thought we could hit up the Hammersmith Welcomed Welly shop uh, see if they're interested in throwing some dollar our way so Hammersmith Welcome Welly shop uh, will be giving them some shout outs throughout Lulu what has your previous engagement with the Hammersmith Welcome Welly shop been uh, I, I go there all the time <laughs> like you cannot stop me going there I do see um, you in there a lot um, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually banned from it now, so this is more of an appeal to, to be allowed back in. You welked too hard. I welked... Well, I'm allergic to welks. That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to all small shellfish. Uh, but as we all know, if you want to go get some welks, you've got to go down to the water. And what do you need for your feet? Some wellies. Oh, welcome, welly shop. <laughs> Love it. Sounds like the perfect fit, and we should send them an email. But before that, let's meet our guest. Lana is a pole dancer, a visual artist, and a tattoo artist. Lana, how are you doing today? Um, so-so. Like, I'm, I'm a menace to myself these <laughs> days. Um, you mentioned uh, mercury and microwave. Yeah, um, God. yeah, we've all been Sorry, Lulu. Getting, getting a bit of microwaving. <laughs> how many? But it's also your own bad decisions, you know. <laughs> how many? How many planets are retrograding for you personally at the moment? Oh, I think it's just like black hole. <laughs> but no. So we're pretty cosmically challenged all round. Yeah. But before we work on that, <laughs> before we see if Lana can help us use pole dancing to solve all of our problems, let's get to know her a little bit better through some free word association. Great. <laughs> Lulu has a list of random words to choose from. Lana, don't overthink it. Just pick the word you prefer. And after which, we'll give you a personality assessment. Oh, Don't pause, just think, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but also yeah. I've seen the episode of Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will be judging you yeah. okay. heavily. Okay. Are you with me? <laughs> yeah, always. Okay, pole or hole? Hole. Beef or teeth? Teeth. Moss or floss? Floss. Crab or scab? Scab. Okay, well, crab is close to whelks, but okay. Uh, ocean or lotion? Lotion. Deep heat or deep feet? Deep heat. Blob or job? Blob. Poodle, wordle, or doodle? 
doodle. Skin or grin? Skin. Mice or lice? Oh, mice. Fire or higher? Fire. The end. Yeah, the, the chaos, definitely. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, set everything on fire. <laughs> Put mice in there. <laughs> Put the lotion in the air. <laughs> Lulu, based on that, do we have a read on Lana so far? Oh, she's not well. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, like, I, I've, run, I've run the stats on that and you're, you are a twisted human being. That's oh, what's dear. come back from that. Okay. I like the strong anti-work message in those responses, though. That's true. Blob her job. Mm-hmm. Blob all the yeah. time. Lana, we have a couple more quick-fire questions Great. for you. <laughs> Question one. Which two celebrities, dead or alive, would you like to see on a poll together? Uh, obviously, FKA Twigs. Uh-huh. Like... What an inspiration. But then, yeah, who's the second one? I think someone like Elvis or something. I don't know. So to clarify, is that them in a doubles routine on yeah, the pole together? Yeah, I think they'd have a good energy together. Um, Do you know who I'd like to see is Tom and Susan from the Welcome Welly shop in Hammersmith. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I think another good combo would be like, um, I would like to see like a lot of politicians like trying to do a poll routine Anyone and in the- experiencing difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> anyone in uh, anyone currently in government? Yeah, maybe like Theresa May and like Liz Truss. Strong and stable yeah. versus in Liz we trust. Because I, I actually think Theresa May, like you remember when she busted out those moves? Like mm. she needs to loosen up. Um, <laughs> but like she might she might do some moves that, you know, we haven't thought about. We haven't. Like, there needs to be diversity. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're too fluid and free. There needs to be some stiff, like, suit dancing. Are you saying the, the pole is too good? We need to introduce... It's just too good, yeah. <laughs> Question two. Which animal, dead or alive, would you like to see pole dancing? Oh, like an eel. For real? Yeah, furry, mm. for eel. How does that work with grip well the pole would have to be underwater oh yeah can i clarify is the eel alive or dead in this pole dancing situation um well that why that's why it had to be underwater <laughs> so it would um maintain its fluidity because <laughs> i think that that's what we aspire to be is just like eels eels yeah <laughs> i relate to that hard this question is a little bit more personal firstly do you remember the first time you were ever on a pole Yes, yeah. I've uh, never done pole. I don't know anything about it. Um, I'm here uh, as, as the everyman who knows nothing. Yeah. Um, so could you please tell us about the first time you did pole? But uh, in every sentence, could you include the title of a film? For every film, you get a point. And points mean sponsorship <laughs> money. <laughs> points mean whelks. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Okay, um, I think how I'm going to answer this question is I'm actually going to talk about it and I'm going to get you to help me insert the films because fuck me, that's really hard. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Die hard. Die hard, yeah. Finding Nemo, that's not helpful. The first time, obviously, like, we've had experiences of playground polls, public transport polls, but I don't think it counts. The first time I went on a poll was in an actual strip club <laughs> when I was, when I had my first job. <laughs> Would you say it was fast and furious? I say it was very fast and furious. No, it was, it was, it was quite the contrary. It was, um... Strong and stable? It was very Theresa May type <laughs> stuff. We weren't allowed to film, obviously, so I never got a sense of what I actually looked like as, like, 
a bushy haired 18 year old <laughs> just like <laughs> clinging on for dear life um maybe like someone who's never been kissed <gasps> yeah like yeah i'm just trying to help and yeah, what that was like, it was just this intense sense of like, it was like the teenage cringe came to, I'm just thinking of songs now, I'm thinking of like Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> also, that should be a film. Yeah, it was just this like intense sense of cringe and being watched. Did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> um, yeah, like I didn't enjoy it and... I'm that type of person that if I'm not good at something straight away, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> but yeah, the stakes were high. So I found the pressure like a bit too much to enjoy it. You weren't thinking, but I'm a cheerleader. Y- or yeah. bring it on. <laughs> Both cheerleader references. Yes, I know. Sinking. Mm-hmm. So it was in a strip club. Was it during an audition or were you, when you were working? Did you just have to um, go straight into it? I actually went straight into it. They didn't even have an audition. They made me like do a lap dance, which is, you know, um, the more important part. Um, but yeah, the actual pole, you, you didn't even have to go up. Um, so that was something that I did of my own accord. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I only have ever worked in one strip club where they made me audition and that was after I had like a few years experience and it was mm. still like <laughs> maybe like a movie that I'll associate with that is like Men in Black you know like when the worm <laughs> eats the tunnel that's kind of how I felt was going on in my stomach <laughs> every time I performed <laughs> I was just like oh this is giving me horrible flashbacks to my ever first time on the pole which was also in a strip club audition yeah. and I danced to Britney Spears Gimme More <gasps> and everyone wanted me to give them less oh, <laughs> wow. awful oh god I, I can't remember what song I picked but uh, yeah stage songs that I've had I was <laughs> so I copied it because it was like there was a dancer who danced like phenomenally well to Depeche Mode which is just the most <laughs> emo teenager thing oh my god like she was of the age that like she would have grown up with Depeche Mode whereas mm. I liked Depeche Mode because I was a fucking emo um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had It's No Good as my stage song. Oh, no, God. <laughs> it's this subconscious cry for help, you know? <laughs> I think subconscious is being generous. That's fairly, like, overt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what a damning, like, self-criticism song title to choose for, like, a stage performance. God, this is it. I'm a menace to myself. But, like, listen, uh, I wish I could give my old self, like, a hug and a sack of money. <laughs> Pole dancing and podcasts are already quite incompatible mediums, so we thought, as Lana is also a visual artist, why not make it even more impossible? We would like you to draw your favourite pole move, and then Lulu, who knows nothing about pole dancing, will try to explain it to me and see if I can guess what it is. Here is some pen and paper. I'm not allowed to see anything, but Lulu will be watching and trying to explain what the move is. Lana... You can give some hints, but you're not allowed to name any human body parts in the move, or we have to start again. <laughs> this is a Sharpie. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm being thrown curveballs here with the medium. <laughs> Do I have a time limit, or nope. can I take as, as long, long as, as I want? want? Okay. And Lily, you can cut narrate. to an hour later. <laughs> it's like a masterpiece right, oil so painting. <laughs> I'm drawing the pole, and... Um, it's a, I can confirm it's a pole. There is a pole. I'm looking at what <laughs> does look like anal beads. No. Um... <laughs> Or perhaps a, a spine? A, a lobster? 
wait, wait, wait. Um, a scorpion. Yes. With hair. Is it a Scorpio? Yes. yes. Um, so I've drawn like slutty hair on the. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a slutty, slutty Scorpio. I love it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's, I'm, um... I'm still none the wiser about what that move is. It looks just unless, like that. Unless you put an actual. Yeah, it score. kind of does. Can you see where I went with with the anal bead beginning? Yes. It's because I've, I I drew the the the, the pincer bit, yeah. the stinger. Is is that what your anal beads are like? No, it's the little. It was the bubbles. Wait, anal beads don't have a stinger. Oh man, I'm behind. No, the stinger. Came, no, the stinger came later, and you know that to be true. Okay, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, I made it extra pointy to emphasize that it wasn't. Can we do that? Can we do one and more of those? I really, let's do I really one more. Like okay. It. Yeah, do another one. Sure. Okay. Okay. Second round. There's a pole again. See. Anatomy is kind of like that's hard to draw. Like mm. without not... reference. Yeah. Um, um, it's Slenderman. Oh, it's <laughs> slender. on the but horizontally. Oh no, wait, stop, stop gendering it. Like, like sorry, it's, sl- got... it's slender, slender person again. There's slutty hair. There's slutty I can't hair. See, I can't see. There's a cape. Um, there's, oh, it's um, a it's a Superman. Boobs out. Um, Super them. Boobs out. <laughs> legs short compared to torso. Cape. Um, is it a witch? Is it arms a... stretched forward, legs back? Is it definitely not a Superman? It is a Superman. Yes! Oh, right. oh, you said it. Sorry. No worries. Okay, third one. Okay, this is <laughs> like the names for a lot of these are just so sexual innuendo-y. The, the little smiling face in a little hat, a arms and legs, hat. and then there are snakes. On the other side of the pole, snake, snake, fire? Yes, it's fire. And the hat might reference this person's job. Oh, okay. So uh, there's fire and it's a person on the pole. Is it a fireman? They've got a little... What is the snake coming out of the man's... Sorry, man. I don't know why you think it's a man all the time. Oh, it's the hose. the anal bead hose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm ready to pole dance. (laughs) Can we do another one? Let's do one more. Because I think if I actually tried to draw the move, so it's like, yeah, it's it's a bit of Pictionary. Okay. Mm-hmm. She started with the pole. Okay. Yeah. Circle head, sun. There's a sun. Is it a sun wheel? Yes. yes. Oh my god, amazing. Incredible. <laughs> okay. I feel like these have been like drawings of the move name as opposed to me, thank God, like having to describe positions of limbs. Which is good because we, we could do one too. like that. Want to try one? Yeah. Okay. 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 And then I think we have um, to move on. Uh, <laughs> okay, so positions of limbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't name any body parts oh, to give it away to Lulu. Oh, my word. Okay. This, okay. Someone, their head is down mm-hmm. and they've got a leg, up, one leg out and one leg up top wrapped around. It's a Gemini. Yes. Yeah. And then oh. one, one more. Uh-huh. Wait. Wait, sorry. I'm just realizing it's Scorpio and Gemini. Are, are pole moves all named after star signs? A significant Not, amount. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of them. I'm beginning to understand the overlap between worlds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, Listen, and astrology then, is the one true wisdom. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Uh, That's a jade. Okay. Then underneath there appears to be someone hanging upside down with both legs in a split out. Jade split? Yeah. Yay! That was really fun. Yeah, if I had colours, I would just probably draw, like, a jewel. (laughs) Yes, nice one. Um, Also, I like that this person, all all of them apart from one have had the, to use your word, slutty hair. (laughs) Slutty hair, yeah. Mm. That's like, I'm growing mine out at the moment, yeah. It looks great. Also, hair is so fun to swish around with pole stuff. It changes everything. Right. I think 
that we've proved we fully understood the podcasting medium and can be trusted with brand sponsorship money. <laughs> Welcome, Willie. Lulu. What other questions do we have for Lana about pole dancing and how it can improve our lives? Lana, uh, I want to ask how, if at all, has pole dancing improved your life? Um, like in quite a number of ways. Um, like there's duality in everything. It's um, It's been bad, but we'll focus on the good. It improved my life by obviously making me money when I first um, started it and... It's improved my life by, I think, like, it's just very, very calming to spin around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so complicated, though, um, because it's like you get, you know, self-esteem and validation from, like, external sources. Um, and it's also so interesting, like, the way that people look at pole dancing and then pole dancers look at pole dancing because mm. it's like the way and it's really really similar to art the way that you would critique yourself is never the way others would so I think like just sitting with the anxiety of that has just been a (laughs) strong throughout my life of like could you explain a bit more about that because we talk about this a lot in the context of comedy about how 100% it's like any type of performance we play to other performers you're trying to control other people's opinion of you so they give you money (laughs) but you're also trying not to lose yourself but also express yourself and that line is really it's something that I drop and pick up again like throughout my life where it's like what is the intention behind this and it's a it's a big tank of eels <laughs> you just don't know or you just don't know sometimes it is for money and i think that that's when i dropped pole dancing after i um stopped being a scripper um i picked it up again because i was just like you know fuck this this was fun mm. there's definitely aspects of this that were were fun and then i had to pay money to do it <laughs> which was, was like disgraceful um yeah, when it was for me, what I gained from it was just that sort of steady self-improvement that it's like, you know, your body is within your control. Now, of course, my body is not as much in my control as I would like because uh, disabilities. <laughs> but you can still use it for like self-expression. So I think that the actual joy of dance element of it is the most prominent it's like ever been now and it only took me like a decade. (laughs) (laughs) So you started pole dancing as a performer and to hustle for money and now it's something you do for you. Do you feel that it's completely now like I'm doing this for myself or do you still feel like you're kind of performing it? For other people? Well, listen, we live in a hyper-real simulacrum panopticon. Like, <laughs> nothing is real. Um, what? There's a... <laughs> yeah, Wait, sorry. What? <laughs> um, okay, let me rephrase that because no one's going to get that. Um, I think you always feel like you're being watched, even when you're not. And I think the times that I do it just for myself in my bedroom, where I have a, a pole which appeared over lockdown, thank goodness, because I think if I didn't have that, I would just, like, uh, completely forget about it. I think you can never truly say you do something just for you. And I think it was only in lockdown where it was like, I know nobody else cares about this and nobody else is watching um, that I could truly say. I was like, I'm doing this for me. (laughs) But I think also... um, now that I don't have as much like strength and tricks, the expression part of it is what is the most important to it. And even when other people like 
see that or consume it, you doing it for you still exists alongside. <laughs> I've gotten shadow banned from Instagram multiple times. And sometimes it is. It's like, this is a hot video. Who can I, who can I show it to? Um, I like, like that, though, that it can be a bit of both. It can be for you first and then deciding to share it as well. Yeah, but I think it's like sometimes retrospective intention is really hard to place on something mm. um and sometimes when you make an intention it doesn't like pan out that way and that's that's okay mm. is it a similar relationship because now you sell your art mm. stuff but has that kind of had the reverse thing of unlike paul where it was something that you're doing for money and mm. now it's a bit more of a self-expression personal thing mm-hmm. was it the other way around with art stuff if you were doing it for pleasure and now it's your income or part of it kind of yeah the reverse mm. but yeah it's it's been up and ups and downs so like i think the where the venn diagram intersects between those two things is um you can ruin anything nice with your attitude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like paul could save your life uh, art can be like very nice to hear but you can ruin a lot of it with the attitude you bring to it yeah <laughs> is money part of that of like course it to- is <laughs> so it's like you could be doing a podcast that you absolutely love, but money is also important. And that's why you should all go to the Hammersmith Welcome Welly shop for your Welcome Welly needs. Thank you. Urgent yeah. Welcome Welly needs. Welcome I cannot wellies. overstate how urgent those are. Do you feel that the version of Paul that either you've been doing in classes or you do now at home, is it a completely different animal to how you were dancing in the strip club or have some things stayed well, I would definitely describe all three of those things as animals. <laughs> eels. eels yeah. well. <laughs> what, wait, one was an eel, one was a whelk. One was a pair of wellies. <laughs> an animate pair Probably of like wellies. a chicken. Um, yeah, like, it's interesting kind of like seeing the benefit of structure in like in a lesson. Mm. Um, and then having absolutely no structure when you definitely need it. So like, you know, you've no idea what you're doing and you're like, wow, I would really like a stripper mom to teach me. Um, And I did have that to some extent, but you literally, you gleaned, Mm -hmm. you like learned by doing. Nobody was going to like, it's, you know, it's physically demanding. Um, People are working from fucking 11 till 6am. They're not going to be, you know, um, going out of their way to teach you so you you kind of just gleaned (laughs) and then when you do have a sense of structure there's so much that you just overlook so there was stuff about like my form that I was like doing it completely like in an energy efficient way my big one with that is only training one side in a strip club because why would you bother doing a different my wrist is so so unhappy yeah (laughs) um are you self-taught as a visual artist as well? Yes, yeah, yeah. And it is just one of those things where it's like you retrospectively learn the most energy-efficient way to do it for you. I think with art, it's a little bit more flexible than something like physical where you have like real-life effects like the laws of gravity and slippy sweat (laughs) um yeah tattooing is a bit more like that it's like there's there's a lot of physical parameters (laughs) things against you uh that you have to work out do you feel like pole dancing has helped you to make art in any way um yeah i think the two are you know intertwined um like i think both dance and art 
it's a way to say things without words. It's a way to... And it's what's really, really interesting is like looking back, like certain things like song choice, color choice, you know, you don't know why you're feeling a certain way, but it will come out mm. in that way. Mm. Um, or even if it doesn't come out, it can change how you feel. That's something like tattooing and pole have in common where you're like, this is a very highly engaging, risky activity. <laughs> um so sometimes like you can engage in the self-expression all the time. And I think like the risk of it, like, you know, I could fall and crack my head open or, you know. That's this. just the tattooing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or this person could have um, a nice blown out tattoo. Um, that's like a huge element of risk, which can sometimes occupy you when you're not ready to express yourself. And I think that that's really rewarding where you kind of like conquer mitigating that risk so that you you do have more ground for self-expression. Mm. Like, And I think sometimes it's like, yeah, we misattribute what the problem is. Sometimes you think it's like, oh, like I don't know the thing well enough. But sometimes it is I can't express myself well enough and I'm hyper-focusing on me not knowing the thing well enough. <laughs> is there a particular, um, either an artwork or a choreography or a tattoo or like something you're thinking of where what you were intending to do was completely different from what the result was? Um, yeah, like there's, I guess, yeah, it's it's all about knowing when to control something. And sometimes it's like, there is a phrase in art where it's like, you have to let the drawing win. Mm. Wow, um, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like if you're trying to overwork it, like it just ends up overworked. And I think mm. the same shit happens in like when you're trying to do a nice pretty dance. If you're trying to push yourself too hard to try and make it look like you want you want it to look like, it won't unfold mm. naturally. And it looks, it really is connected to... So how you feel. So yeah, don't make yourself feel shit about doing things shit because you'll do them shitter. <laughs> I am definitely having that with a stand-up show. Yeah, where... some poppers. Like, <laughs> relax. The, yeah. The thing you said about letting the thing be its own thing, not yeah. what your original intention is. I'm having that at the moment with a stand-up show where I've been trying to write a show, which is about when I worked in a strip club and a men's mental health charity at the same time. Oh, wow. Dualities. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What the show has ended up being about is being bisexual and miserable. And that's kind of, that's what the show has ended up needing to be. And the other thing is just kind of a vehicle for that coming through. Yeah. Have you had that, Lulu? When, like, it wanted to be about one thing and it's now about a different thing? I have, but I'm, I'm, well, I have, but sorry. I'm just looking up facts about Welks. And (laughs) honestly, these guys are, like, all cholesterol. I don't, I don't, I'm a bit, a bit concerned about the sponsorship we're trying to engender. A hundred grams of Welks, which to be fair, you, you'd probably be hard pressed to get down here. Um, <laughs> that's a full welly full of that's that. A full, that's a welly of Welks, <laughs> you're quite right. It's um, it's 130 milligrams of cholesterol, that's 43% of your daily value. But if you're walking it off in your wellies, surely do you walk off that cholesterol well, if you're hitting both sides of the duality? That's, I don't know if walking gets rid of cholesterol. 
But I will say, oh, I will say, my God, it's 96% of your daily protein recommendation. And you can't say fairer than that. <laughs> so, yes, sometimes I do get distracted by what I'm meant to be doing and get led to something else is the answer to that question. It's all a well-cloaked spiral where you, you come back to the original point. <laughs> I think that that makes uh, Welks a perfect sponsor for our pole dancing podcast because what could work out the cholesterol better than anxiety about how much cholesterol is going to put in your body, which you can deal with by pole dancing. <laughs> Tom and Susan, if you're listening. <laughs> so where do you draw the line between like commercial viability versus self-expression? Is there an overlap? Well, yeah, there definitely is. And I think... Yeah, how much is that line drawn for you? <laughs> yeah, like there's there's sometimes that that line is drawn for you where you're like, wow, I'm a teenager and I have her money. <laughs> and a huge pair of tits. Let's go. Um, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But I think that there's a real push and pull between that of like, I, and I think what matters is, is like, as long as you feel like you know what compromises you're making, and you acknowledge that, um, so you don't feel like that hard done by it. Yeah, it's just like you have to divorce it from your worth. Like money, worth, self-expression, they're separate things. Mm. Um, if you manage to find a way to have a nice balance of all three, you're never going to have an equal do you feel like you've found a balance? Oh, uh, no, I'm really poor. <laughs> um, but I think it's it's also just like getting more of one thing, getting more of self-expression or getting more money is sometimes at a detriment to other things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then you just got to let it go. <laughs> Do you feel like the pendulum swings back like do you have periods where you're just thinking hard about like making stuff for the shop that sells mm. or other stuff and kind of have to put all the fun side of art on hold for a while just to like make bank for a while absolutely yeah 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 and I think it, that's why it's really important to sort of if you have the energy just to do things just because they're fun and stupid mm -hmm. like for no other reason and I think that that's just with Instagram that's so hard to do like you just notice yourself going like, is this is this content? Is this, content? Yeah. Is this tragic experience content? Yeah. This, and it's, it's the same with so stand up though. Every time, like every time something bad happens, I'm like, okay, but how can I turn this into a show? Into, into <laughs> a comedy. How can I transmute this pain into yeah. art and therefore money? Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's not the point. It's no. like, do you feel better after it or do you feel worse? That's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's always gonna go. Up and down, round and round, like a big old whelk. <laughs> I love this. Yes. It's so good to have the guest also getting in on the sponsorship deal. Totally. The <laughs> um, potentially a huge can of worms slash eels slash whelks. whelks. I don't know. How much of yourself do you think you put into your visual art? I think you can't help it. It's the same like with the way you move. It is you. like, And it's so unique to everyone. And like, obviously... I think that's part of like the first part of like refining your art is like finding what is you that you find easy. Like there's everybody has like a signature move, like a smile, like a hand movement or something that makes the dance them. It's the same like if you have like a certain line or a certain subject that you focus on that you find easy and enjoyable. And then I think the next thing is just kind of seeing how 
other people respond to that um and if they don't respond to it well it's fine um okay the aim of this podcast is to find out if pole dancing can solve all our problems and we already got pretty far before we wrap up let's see if lana can work out how pole dancing can solve the other problems in me and lulu's lives lulu what is a problem that you have at the moment um i can't decide whether i should get a fringe again because i like the way it looks but it's a real hassle for the upkeep Mm, yeah it's quite serious stuff this sorry a fringe and like you're looking to see how pole dancing would help with that Mm -hmm. um well i would reckon that your fringe would sort of stand up like some kind of fan from being upside down um so literally if that's the look you're you're going for the upkeep will maintain itself by interesting okay so yes as long as i start pole dancing yeah okay thank you thank you my question lana I'm really stressed out about the climate crisis and about how it's going to annihilate most of humanity within the next 15 to 20 years and that the only people who are going to survive it are tech billionaires. How can I use pole dancing to make Elon Musk notice me on social media and save me from the storm? Mm. Keep it light. Like, I think you don't need a man's attention to solve the climate crisis. You could sort of turn yourself into some sort of wind turbine uh, and generate oh. your own fucking energy. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love but that. If you, no, no, to answer your question, like, more precisely, I think Elon Musk would respond to... I am on, on the wind turbine. There's a good selection of, like, the helicopter pole move is very wind turbine-y, I think. You could t- use your yeah. legs as, like, fan propellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't spend a tremendous amount of time thinking about what Elon Musk would want. I don't have, like, <laughs> such lofty goals to bag a billionaire. Um, I think Elon likes a sense of humour. Um, okay. Yeah, he has his own, like stupid troll humor so oh man so i don't know dress up like a tesla transformer and pole dance (laughs) he's not gonna go for the wilks well i think the best thing to do is just accept that the world is drowning we're all gonna be underwater we're all gonna get wet what do we need pair of wellies lana thank you so much for coming on the show where can people find you on social media and is there anything you would like to promote Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to get so many stalkers, uh, so many people. The block list is going <laughs> to... Eel fanatics. The, the block list is going to grow. Um, yeah, you can find my Instagram on Silk and Poke. <laughs> um, but if you ask for something that's not tattoos or art, you won't get a response. <laughs> there we go. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And where can people find your artwork on Etsy? It's an Etsy store called Moy Silks because everything's all silky and welky and soy milky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, buy some prints. There's some like good... There's good shit on there. Good shit, yeah. There's there's some boobs there too. (laughs) Paul the Other One was created by me, Shandoxy. Co-hosted with Lulu Popplewell, edited by Alice Rosenthal, with original music by Amelia Baylor. Follow us on Instagram at PollTheOtherOne, and please tag us if this episode has got you started pole dancing or doing things to a lamppost that are generally frowned upon. We love to create art, but we'll settle on all of you becoming a menace to society.
If you'd like to help us keep making the show, you can support us on Patreon. The link to that is on all of our episodes or through the link in our Instagram bio. We're going to start having bonus content on there, including longer episodes, as we get further into Series 2. That's not available yet, so at the moment, supporting our Patreon just makes you into a, capital letters, cool guy of any gender. Which is worth, like, a pound a month? Maybe? I think so. Anyway, stay posted for news about that. Thanks very much for listening and see you next time.